Legacy is not warm and fuzzies once you're gone. Legacy is financial. That's why we have to make millions. Absolutely solve the problems of our most ideal clients. Solve them at an investment level that is going to contribute to what you want to leave to your future generations. And we've got to move people. We've got to move millions. We've got to get in front of enough people to create impact enough to be transformation personified for them. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell Jervy Harmon, the place to be for high-level conversations about all things millions. Your mission, mindset, methodologies, mandate, movement, messaging, marketing, metrics, and most definitely your money. I am your host, spiritual business growth coach, Dr. Darnell J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you're ready to move to your next level everything, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions Live, a three-day, highly spiritual, highly experiential wealth and legacy incubator for high-achieving entrepreneurs ready to transform into CEOs that make, move, and leave millions. To learn more, go to movetomillionsevent.com. I am so excited to be back with you for another powerful episode of this podcast. And I just have to tell you, over the last couple of weeks, I have been having some very interesting conversation. I actually went to Atlanta to be interviewed for a podcast, and that's what got me percolating on the topic for today's show. So I have heard so many entrepreneurs in these internet streets, in these social media streets, talking about millions, right? And you know I get excited about millions because Ever since October of 2020, when God told me move to millions, I've been on it. We've been all in. We did the whole rebrand, everything. Brand new live event coming this May, all over all things millions. One of the popular misconceptions that I've been hearing in these internet streets is how people actually see millions in comparison to being a millionaire. And so today's episode, I just want to set the record straight because It is not the same. It is not the same to do $1 million in sales. No, that's great. I would be so excited for you if you do $1 million in sales. We had several clients in 2021 that did a $1 million in sales. But here's the thing about that. You can't spend sales. I'm just going to let that breathe for a second. You can't spend it. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But you can't spend it. Every sale does not become revenue, especially when you are in the service-based business space, right? Whether you're a coach, a consultant, an attorney, an accountant, an interior designer, a personal trainer, or any other service-based business, you know, as well as I know, that every sale you make does not compute to a dollar. Now, there could be a lot of different reasons why that doesn't happen, right? It could be that, the sale defaults, right? They make the deposit, they can't keep up with the payments. It could be that they decide that they don't wanna continue the service, right? It could be that you end up settling or you make a deal with your client. Instead of them paying the full amount, they pay a lesser amount. There could be a myriad of reasons why a million dollars in sales does not become a million dollars in cash, right? 
so you can't spend sales, right? And then there are the people who are successful at generating a million dollars in cash, $1 million plus in cash received in a year. That is phenomenal. I remember the first time we did a million dollars in cash in. But here's the thing. You might make a million dollars in, but you don't keep it. And the definition of a millionaire is based on assets. It's based on assets, right? So if you don't have a million dollars left over, then you are not a millionaire. If your total assets do not add up to $1 million or more, you are not a millionaire. And so there's a lot of million dollar CEOs out there that are not millionaires. And I'm sorry. Well, I'm not really sorry because I want you guys to know, right? My goal is to normalize money, the discussion of it, the way we feel about it, the way that we leverage it, and to create an environment to also normalize wealth and legacy for our families, right? You guys know I'm a girl of color. And in my community where I come from, first of all, money was never talked about. It was the elephant in every room. It was the reason for most arguments inside of the household. And it was the eggshells upon which we walked whenever we needed anything, right? And so we got to stop that. I wish that I had learned financial literacy in school. I wish that someone would have pulled me to the side and helped me to understand about sales and revenue and assets because that's what this discussion is really all about. And if you want to be a CEO of a company that makes and moves millions but also leaves millions, then you've got to become a millionaire. And that is a person whose assets are worth $1 million or more, right? Or more is honestly what I'm going for. Because just like I say, having a business that does low six figures is just not enough. I like to call it small business poverty. Sorry, I know I make a lot of people upset and confused by that. But if you've heard me talk about it, you also know that $100,000 a year is really about $48,000 a year after taxes and minimal business expenses. You can't really pay yourself well. You're probably not making as much as you made at your job, and you certainly can't have team to help you to increase your capacity so that you can serve more clients, so that you can make more money. So when I say that, that's what I mean. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or create a trigger for anyone who grew up in poverty. But I'm also just trying to keep it real because until we normalize talking about money, it's going to continue to set us back, but it doesn't have to be that way, right? Making a million dollars in cash in a year, that is such an exhilarating feat. (laughs) Again, I remember the very first time we did it. And I will tell you honestly that because everything wasn't set up correctly inside of my business, it was everything Biggie said it was going to be. You've heard me say this before, right? It was more money and it was more problems. Because here's the thing, making a million dollars in cash seldom means you're keeping a million dollars. It's not really about what you make, although what you make is important. It is about what it is that you keep. And that's where we get into asset development and creation and those assets adding up to millions. So there's several ways that you can get assets that add up to a million. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't pay one on TV. So I want you to make sure that you consult an expert to help you. In fact, if you desire to move to millions, 
I want you to be thinking about building a team of financial experts to help you. Here are some of the people that I would recommend you have on your team. You want to have a tax attorney or tax strategist because the more money you make, if we're talking about keeping it and creating legacy and being able to leave the millions, we're going to have to figure out legal sustaining ways to reduce tax liability. The problem that happened for me the first time we made more than a million dollars in our business in 2014 is I wasn't in the right legal entity for tax purposes. And so I ended up paying nearly $400,000 in taxes. I rounded up. I think it sounds better. (laughs) Sounds worse, right? So today I have a tax strategist and a tax attorney. You need a really good CPA, certified public accountant that can be paying attention to the numbers, especially if you have an aversion to money. I find that a lot of people aren't making as much as they want because of their relationship with money. So having a good CPA is going to help to make a difference. And then you need a financial advisement team. You need a wealth advisor and you need an investment strategist to help you to make sound decisions with your money. There are a lot of different products out there that you could be utilizing in order to create and sustain wealth, right? We're talking about real estate, insurance, investments. There are a lot of things out there. So as you are the CEO of your own company and you are actually making millions of dollars come in each year and then getting to the point where your bottom line number is millions, right? Because we have our top number, our gross number could be millions, but your net might be 300,000 once you pay all of the people you need to pay, pay yourself, put your money away for whatever you need to do with it. There might only be $300,000 left. Well, you're not a millionaire, right? But once you get to the point where maybe your top line is three to five million, and then your bottom line is a million plus, now you've got in cash assets, you've got millions. That makes you a millionaire. But there are other ways to become a millionaire, right? And so your financial advisement team can be able to help you to identify what's gonna be the right way for you to be able to make millions. And as long as you understand that selling a million dollars and even making a million dollars doesn't make you a millionaire, then you can do the five keys or tips that I have for you to help you to get to the point of being a millionaire. Because for me, that's what it's all about. Like it starts with making millions. That's where it starts. And you make millions by moving millions, right? The impact you create is what creates the money. I think it was Jim Rohn who said, you can tell your wealth and legacy by the number of lives you've changed. That's the moving millions. So we've got to move millions in order to make millions. And just by moving millions, we're going to make millions. Like the two kind of go hand in hand. But it's going to take real strategy and insight from the right advisors to be able to leave millions. Getting into the right investments. Listen, like I said, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't play one on TV. You need to figure out your risk tolerance in terms of where you're investing, what you should have inside of your portfolio. And those people are equipped to help you to understand that. How does this all parlay into what you're doing in your business? Because like I said, for me, it's about helping you to become a CEO that makes and move millions so that you can get to the point where you can leave millions. So how does this all parlay into your business? Well, as we've talked about on numerous occasions over the three seasons of this podcast, you've got to make sure that you are solving a very clear problem that people would make an investment in themselves to get the solution to. 
in the most granular sense, that's where we start. Now, the solution to that problem needs to be priced at a point that getting to the milestone, and we're talking specifically about millions, can happen for the first million easily and effortlessly. I'm just going to do some quick numbers for you. So we're going to say you need a $20,000 offer. Now, what's in that offer is going to vary, right? We can help you to build it. That's what our Leverage and Scale Weekend does program does. But if you had a $20,000 offer, you would only need to enroll 50 people a year to make a million dollars. So when I tell you it doesn't have to be hard, that's exactly what I mean. Now, you're going to have to get all your ducks in a row to be able to make that happen because it's not the same. It's not the same to sell a million dollars, to make a million dollars, and to leave a million dollars. They are completely different, right? But it starts with understanding the problem that you solve and for whom, pricing the solution to that problem at a level that makes it easy for you to make it happen. Now, you can run the numbers, right? We could just the same say that you aren't comfortable with a $20,000 offer. Okay, then have a $10,000 offer. That will be 100 people. Or have a $5,000 offer. That will be 200 people. The goal is to determine what is going to be required for you to be able to get to the million dollar marker, right? And you don't just want it to be in sales. It's got to also be in cash to be a million dollar CEO. You don't base your CEO status on your sales. Let me wind that back for the, for the people in the back. You don't base your CEO status on your sales. You base your CEO status on your revenue. So whatever your offer is, you need to make sure that you sell enough for the amount of cash in this particular case, $1 million to come in inside of your fiscal year. For most businesses, the fiscal year is January 1 through December 31. But you could run your business on a July 1 to June 30. You get to decide. But inside of your year, you need a million dollars in cash to come in to be a million dollar CEO. Okay, now that's the top line. We also have to look at your expenses. So you need to deliver this service at a cost that allows you to be profitable. That's going to be important too in order to be able to make it happen. And then you've got to transform the lives of your clients so that they will tell other people about it in the most simple, granular sense. Those are the things that you need to have in place. Now, let's just talk about you for a second, because your ability to make more money, in this case, millions, is going to be tied to the way that you see money in the first place, based on how you were taught money as a child. Whatever those first and early meanings, those painful, traumatic trigger point meanings are around money is going to flower the way that you see money inside of your life experience. And so you're going to have to First and foremost, do some forgiveness work to forgive whomever gave you your definition with money. They did the best that they could with what they had. That's what it meant to them. That doesn't have to mean that's what it means to you. So you're gonna have to do some forgiveness work and then you're gonna have to tell yourself a different story, right? And I think we start there by creating a wealth vision. What does wealth look like to you? Now, let's just be honest. When you first start thinking about wealth, you're gonna think about it materialistically, 
especially if you come from an environment where materialism was a status symbol. And that told you in your earliest definitions of what success financially looked like. So that means the car, the house, the shoes, the bag, right? You're going to get those things or the belt if you're guy. Guys probably get belts because they don't wear bags. But who knows? They might carry a Louis Vuitton backpack or something like that. You're going to get those things. And that's okay. But I want you to get accustomed to putting more in you than you put on you. Because the more you put in you, the more comes out as a return on the investment to increase the assets and therefore the status. Because see, it's not just about making millions, it's about leaving millions. We wanna shift generational trajectories. I just keep getting this picture in my mind as I'm beginning to prepare for our live event that's happening in May and I'm thinking about the content and I'm thinking about the activities and I'm thinking about this book that I'm writing because I'm also writing the book, Move to Millions. And I just keep getting this picture in my mind of what it would be like if from here on out, as our children became adults, when they became 18 or 21 or 25, whatever number you decide, you would be able to offer them the ability to buy their first home, to go to college, all expenses paid, or to start, give them seed money to start their own business. And then you'd also be able to do that for your grandchildren. That's what I'm talking about. Like for me, that's what millions is about. It's not so I can floss. Do I have nice things? Absolutely. Will I continue to get some nice things? Sure. My husband will be the first to tell you. He's always like, You don't buy yourself stuff just to buy yourself stuff. Because I'd rather put more in me than on me. I'd rather invest in a stock or buy another real estate property or hire a new mentor who can teach me something that could make me another few million dollars. That's what I would rather do, right? Because if I eat too many cookies, (laughs) I'm not going to be able to fit the pants anyway. Listen, we've been working from home and spending the majority of our time in yoga pants for two years. I don't need the heels. I've got a closet full of them. I literally was just cleaning my closet yesterday. I've got plenty of shoes, some expensive shoes. I don't need any more shoes, but I would love to get another stock that's going to pay dividends for me that's gonna not only help us into retirement, maintain the lifestyle that we've been accustomed to, but also allow us to leave more to our children and our eventual children's children. Like for me, that's what it's all about. And so you're gonna have to shift the way you see money, create a new wealth vision, and then write the story that supports that vision. What holds us back, or if what holds us back are the stories that we tell ourselves, then what takes us to the next level are also the stories that we tell ourselves. So you've got to write a new story. You've got to tell yourself a new story, a story where you have assets that accumulate to multiple millions of dollars that you can leave to your children. Now, it is important to me, and I just have to say this, I want to go on record, that if we're going to leave millions, we also have to create opportunities to teach our children and give them financial literacy so that they don't end up getting us right back into the situation that we got ourselves out of by not understanding what money is and how to leverage it to live your best life, to give to the causes that are important for you to support 
and to be able to leave something behind. Like, I just think about the trajectory. If we all focused on leaving at least a million dollars to every child you have, at least a million dollars, and teaching those children how to invest, or better still putting their trusts in a vehicle that could still be earning while they aren't getting their trust, so that if they just lived off the interest, there would still be millions for them to leave. Like, does that blow your mind? It blows my mind to think like that. But we started this conversation talking about the fact that it's not the same, right? You can absolutely, and I hope that this year, 2022, you sell $1 million worth of your products and services. I hope that you do. But remember, you can't spend sales. So then I want you to make sure that as you sell $1 million of your products and services, you receive the cash that is the equivalent to the sale in the same calendar year. You're going to have to figure that out. You're going to have to maneuver your calendar and your sales cycle and your marketing plans and your launches to be able to make that happen for you. And then ultimately, I want you to make sure that you're working with the right team so that as that money is coming into your business, of course, you're using it to run your business, to operate your business. But as there is, there should be things set up inside of your business that make sure that there is money based on what is coming in that is going to the future, that is going to your assets so that you have something to leave your children and your children's children besides memories and debt. Yeah, there are a lot of people, whenever someone passes, we start talking about legacy, but legacy is financial. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that we sit around and we talk about the achievements and what we learned from specific people. I think it's great. But the definition of legacy is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. Oh, that's legacy, (laughs) y'all. Legacy is not warm and fuzzies once you're gone. Legacy is financial. That's why we have to make millions. Absolutely solve the problems of our most ideal clients. Solve them at an investment level that is going to contribute to what you want to leave to your future generations. And we've got to move people. We've got to move millions. We've got to get in front of enough people to create impact enough to be transformation personified for them. And that plus fiscal responsibility, financial literacy, and financial stewardship is what will allow us to actually leave a legacy. Listen, it's not the same. It's not the same. I want you to sell millions. I want you to make millions, but I want you to be a millionaire and that is going to require you to leave millions. I am so clear that as you go through the process of doing this, by setting those goals, creating that vision, writing that story and showing up in consistency because success is hidden in your daily routine. As you get the strategies from your financial team, actually putting those strategies into play and tracking them on a consistent basis, that is how we get to the point of leaving millions. It is also about making sure that you're inside of the right community, surrounded by the right people. Jim Rohn said, we become like the five people with whom we spend the majority of our time. When you look at your five, what do you feel and what do you see? If your five aren't building you up, 
teaching you things that you didn't know and inviting you to go to the next level, you need a new community. This is why I love hosting live events. This is why I'm so excited about Move to Millions this May because it is really a game changer. It's a community that is solid and thriving and filled with abundance. There is no shade in our community. There is only edification and the significance of watching you take that next step, hit that next level and change the game for yourself and for your family. It's possible for you to make a really powerful poignant shift that changes the game for you inside of the right space. But it starts with understanding that today in this moment, it is not the same and that is totally okay. But we can create a plan and a strategy, put some things in place in order to be able to make it such that we get to millionaire status after getting to million dollar CEO status. I'm excited for you. I'm excited as I think about what's possible as you live into this realization that while today they are not the same, they can lead you to the same place. If you're diligent, if you're consistent, if you get the right support and the right advice, you truly can make, move, and leave millions. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. If after listening to this episode, you're ready to stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Plan for Millions bundle. One thing I know for sure is that before you can make the move, you've got to have the plan. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright. And to access them, all you have to do is move. Take care.